Hello, my name is Tyler Dunn, and you're watching Goals and Updates, where we take negative thinking and transform it to positive thinking. I started Goals and Updates after helping my friend who was going through suicidal thoughts and was put on drugs by a doctor who stated it wasn't her fault, that she was born this way. I realized at this time my friend needed the truth because the truth will set you free. After helping my friend change her negative thinking to positive thinking, I quickly realized that I could help people by changing the way we think automatically to a more positive mindset. Thank you for checking out Goals and Updates and enjoy the show. All right, what's up everybody? My name is Tyler Dunn with Goals and Updates. We're on episode 118 of Goals and Updates where we take your negative mindset and change it to a positive mindset. So we're on, like I said, 118 for the episode, and I'm pretty excited. We're almost on 120. We're getting closer and closer to 150, which means that eventually we'll get to one or uh, 200. So that's going to be awesome. Now, before I get into the show, uh, normally there's stuff written on the board behind me. If you're curious why it's blank, it's because I'm working on my speech. And during my speech presentation on January 4th for uh, my Toastmasters Club, we're actually um, getting together an event at the, I believe it's the one in Pompano Beach, if I'm not mistaken. I got to get more details on the location, but it's at one of the Broward County libraries in Florida. Um, I believe in the Pompano Beach area or Fort Lauderdale. I got to confirm that. But um, I know it starts at 1030 in the morning and there's going to be about three or four speakers, including myself. So I'm included in the three or four speakers. Now, I've been making up this speech. I gave all my details just recently to the, the person that's putting on the uh, actual show. So, <clears throat> so he's putting on the show. He wanted the description of my speech, the title, uh, a little bit of a, of a uh, biography. And so I gave him all that stuff, and now he's going to put me in. Now, I wanted to go over you know, how the show works. And by the way, I didn't really finish why the board you know why it's blank, but the board's blank because I want to in interpret it and use it as an engagement tool. They have uh, whiteboards at the library. So <clears throat> I've been practicing the speech by myself, writing, going, rehearsing it, doing different things where um, I try to get the structure rehearsed, but obviously when you're actually doing the, the speech live, you're improvising as you go through the structure of the speech. So I really just practice the structure I don't really try to practice the words exactly to, uh, to the take, but I do obviously have only 15 minutes to do the speech. For each speaker only gets 15 minutes. And I want to make sure that I'm on time and I'm not over time, right? So I want to, the, the main thing I'm really trying to do is make sure I don't have too much content and it's clear and precise and it's on point within the 15 minutes. Now, that's why the board's clean because I want to, I've been trying to use the board as I've been speaking and I have to be able to do that when I do my presentation live in front of an audience. So what I'm going to do is when I go over different things, I'll put it up on the board for you so that way uh, you know exactly where to go for more information for goals and updates. Now, how I do this show is I go over my updates in my life, some goals. I have some goals that I've been trying to achieve and I've been writing down. And then I go over two topics. And normally at the end, I'd go over done deal investments, but I am feeling a little bit under the weather. I'm trying to push through and get you an episode since uh, yesterday. I couldn't come through and do an episode. So this is the makeup episode for or yesterday. Normally we do an episode every Monday and Wednesday at 7 p.m. sharp live. 
And then I upload it to the Podbean platform, which then gets updated to the Apple Podcast uh, app. So that's uh, what how the show normally works. But yesterday I was working with GoDaddy, and I had to clear my schedule for one of their agents uh, to help me migrate. I'm trying to change hosting because I recently just paid off my contract with an agency, and I was using their hosting for free as they were clear. You know, they told me it was free, but obviously I'm paying. I was paying for the hosting as I was in that program with them or that contract. If you're curious why the water is orange, it's because I put some emergency C in there because I just have, uh, I woke up this morning with a little bit of a sore throat. It's still kind of, it's still kind of there. And I'm hoping that by taking the emergency C, it'll kick in my immune system and I won't have to, I won't have to, you know, I don't wake up tomorrow with uh, a splitting headache or a progress, a progressed uh, kind of cold. So anyways, um, so yesterday I was working with GoDaddy and once that site is up and running, they told me it's going to take about a week, maybe 10 days for them to work on migrating and transferring over the files I uploaded to them. And it's going to take about a week or so. So I'll update you guys once that website's up and running again. If, if you're curious why you were probably hitting done deal investments, uh, website link, and it just came up like a 404 error or a domain not found, it's because I'm trying to work on transferring the hosting site with GoDaddy. So that's in the works right now. Now, uh, what I'm going to do is uh, I'm going to go over some information for you really quick. We'll get into the updates and we'll get into the topic. So real quick, like I said, our main website is podbean.com. That website, so after, if you're joining right now live, obviously you can engage with me and I encourage you to try to join me live on Facebook. I'm eventually going to branch back onto Instagram just right now for time's sake and everything is just Facebook right now. But uh, I hope you join me live. But after I join the, you know, after I do these live streams, I then upload it to the main website for Podbean. Now I have about a hundred episodes on there right now. And uh, tonight I'm actually going to try to work really hard to get caught up to at least 116, almost 118. And then by Saturday, have it up to 118. That's the goal. By this Saturday, have, a, have us caught all the way up. So once I film the two episodes, I then every Saturday can upload the two episodes to the website. So we'll be caught up and everything will be updated and recent. And we'll just keep on progressing from there. But that site, by the way, is going to be uh, goalsandupdates.podbean.com. So I'll write it on the board for you. Sorry about hitting the mic. It's, uh, we're going to put, let's do this. I'm going to put it in black, the name. Oh man, I'm just dropping everything. Dropping everything today. Okay, this is the, probably, uh, this is the Podbean website. Actually, you're probably not going to really understand what Podbean is. So what I'm going to do is I'll put the goals and updates I'd rather do that. Whoop. Kind of hard, guys. Don't don't judge me. It's kind of hard. I can't really see. Connect that. So that's goals and updates. Okay, this is the website. Let me put it up for you. The the URL. Ooh, I spelled, uh, it's dyslexia kicking in. I went to put, I should have put an O, I put an A. It's my dyslexia kicking in for you. 
Oh man, I did it again. I did a G this time. It's kind of weird. Brain's not working. Now one sec. Goals and updates. Dot Podbean. I don't know who called me, but they're going to have to wait until after this episode. But so that's the website for Podbean. So this is where all the old episodes go up to on the main website. It's goalsandupdates.podbean.com. Sorry for the delay. It's, uh, it's been a rough day today. So and I, my dyslexia was kicking in. Now, the last thing I want to go over with you today is uh, Patreon support. So Patreon support is a way where you can subscribe and do a monthly membership with me. And right now we only have a dollar membership. So let, for less than a cup of coffee, you can support the show. And every month you'll donate a dollar to the show and to that Patreon account. And even though you think it's just a dollar, if you donate a dollar, the next person behind you donates a dollar and we get about 50, you know, my goal really is to get 50 people to donate that dollar every single month. That's $50 of revenue every single month for the show. So you'll help me fund the show, get better equipment, be able to go market maybe for better co-hosts or expand the show for uh, for actual um, audience engagement or uh, I guess the real thing is branding that I really wanted to actually say. So that stuff is not obviously free. Like the material I give you is free, right? I work for you for free, but the stuff that I buy comes out of my own pocket. Everything comes out of my pocket and I really need to get to a point where the show can kind of sustain itself and it's a little bit less of a burden for me because like I, you know, I have other things that the money could go to that, um, that I really need to push a little bit harder on like done deal investments, um, as well as once I start working for my friend, which, you know, I'll tell you within the update, uh, money's going to be a little bit tighter for me until I can figure out how to make more money with him. So it's going to be a little bit of a challenge, but this is Patreon support. All right. So let me go ahead and get you that link up here. Which is, uh, by the way, if you're if you're listening to this, the the actual link is uh, Patreon.com/slash/goalsandupdates. So let me go ahead real quick, put that up here for you. And if uh, if you're making fun of my handwriting, yo, it you know it is what it is. It's a little bit hard when you're on a slant trying to do this at the same time. So it's uh. Patreon, Patreon, I think it's patreon.com, did I spell Patreon wrong? No, I did right, dot com, slash, goals, and updates. Now, I'm hoping, my G's kind of bad over there, but... Hoping if I just kind of sit back a little bit, maybe move the mic in a little bit more and keep it down a little bit. Yeah, I think I could, you guys can still hear me here pretty clear. <clears throat> it's right up there. So it's uh, patreon.com slash goals and updates. Now, sorry if it looks a little weird. It's because, uh, you know, I just, I just freehand wrote that right now. But anyways, those are the two things that you really should be concerned about. And by the way, we're on Apple Podcasts, which is pretty basic. I don't have to put that on the board. If you have any iPhone products, or any Apple products, all you have to do is go to the 
Apple Podcast app, which is by default on every Apple product, go to the search bar or the search uh, icon and type in goals and updates and I'll pop up. I'm, I'll be the first result that's up there. Now, really quick, now we're going to go into some of the updates and I have a ton of updates for you guys tonight. I have a ton of them. Now, today was uh, what Secret Santa for the company I work for, the full-time job that I'm, I'm, I'm working on quitting with after Christmas once we get into the new year. And what um, my uh, manager ended up doing was giving us scratch-offs. She gave us like a little goodie bag, gave us some candy, some chocolate. Uh, I think she gave us um, hot chocolate, a bunch of different stuff. I just considered a goodie bag because it's a bunch of different goodies. But she gave us a envelope. And in the envelope, oh, sorry, <clears throat> in the envelope, she ended up uh, giving us a scratch off. Now, I, I know there's two people that I know did the scratch off and they didn't win anything. I did my scratch off and I got $5. Now, $5 to you doesn't probably sound like a lot, but that was $5 that I got for literally just receiving a scratch off, not investing a single dime into it and getting $5 back, which is pretty cool. Now, um, now that, that was that. Now, I won $5 for that. My secret Santa ended up giving me money and gave me $20. So I really got $25 today for kind of doing nothing, which is pretty cool. Now, that was Dirty Santa, or I'm, I'm sorry, that was Secret Santa. We also had a potluck, which uh, a bunch of people brought in food. I ended up paying uh, $10 to do it. I just gave my manager $10 because I don't really cook or bake. I didn't really know what to bring. And at short notice, I was kind of like stuck where I'm like, what do you, what do you want me to bring? And she was like, we kind of have everything. Just give me $10 and cash at me. And I was like, okay. So I gave her $10. So really, I got the $10 back. I probably, in, in all honesty, um, only got $15 from the 25 because I paid her 10 But I got my money back, basically, which was pretty cool. Now, I also did a Dirty Santa, uh, which I promoted on the show, which um, was with Toastmasters, which I did last, what are we on today? Thursday. So that was last Tuesday. And what, and you know, I, I didn't even think about it. Uh, the weird thing is I'm in so many different places. I'm moving so fast that I'm actually kind of not, I haven't really realized that uh, Christmas is coming up next week. And, it, and it's weird. I still have to go and get a couple different gifts and I still have to kind of do a little bit of Christmas shopping. I already know what I want to get. And I know it's easily accessible to go get. I just need to go do it and find the time to do it. But um, I've been just so busy with uh, trying to get Dundee Investments website up and running, uh, doing a, you know the podcast in general, the actual goals and updates podcast, different things going on that I actually uh, forgot about getting a, a dirty Santa gift for Toastmasters when I went to the party. So I showed up, and it, and the funniest thing is I, I show up right, I get out of my car, and the person next to me it's uh, two of the Toastmasters, and they brought all their kids. And all the kids are coming out, they're running around and they have the gifts. And I'm like, I'm like, ah, damn. I was like, I don't have a gift. And so uh, I go to the guy that got out of the car, the drive, you know, who drove there. And I go, hey, what do you do if you don't have a gift? And, you got, and you're coming to this event. And I'm like, uh, what should I do? And he's like, damn. He's like, you don't have a gift? And I'm like, no. And he goes, all right. He's like, uh, ask, um, ask Erica or ask Dave or David. Go up to David. Hey, David, what do you think I should do? I don't have a gift. And he goes, go to Denny's, just go to the Denny's counter, the register, and just go get a, uh, you know, like a $10, it's a $10 minimum at that Secret Santa. He's like, just go get a uh, $10 Denny's card, like a little 
an actual gift card to Denny's because we, you know, at Toastmasters, we're always at Denny's. That's where we do our meetings. And he's like, just give someone $10 to Denny's. They can get free food when they come to a meeting. I was like, all right, it's not too bad. Go over to the register and the lady does not know how to do the gift card. So I'm like, I'm like, shit. And she's, and we're, we're doing it for like 20 minutes and she eventually quit. She swiped my card, took the money, said, screw it. I can't do it. Like, I don't know what to tell you after 20 minutes of trying to get the card activated and gives me $10 cash. And I'm like, I'm like, shit, yo, what do I do? Like, I don't know what to do at this point. So I go back to David. He told me to go get the Denny's gift card. David, what do I do, man? I can't get the Denny's card. They can't figure out how to do it. And I'm like, I'm like, you know what, yo, isn't there Lowe's across the street? And he's like, yeah, I'm like, screw it, yo, I'm just going to walk across the street, go to Lowe's and get a $10 gift card with the cash she gave me. He goes, all right. Uh, and the meeting started in like five minutes. So I'm hustling over to Lowe's, right? Hustling over there, get through, grab the gift card, get in line. And there's a person in front of me that the, the lady's helping. And uh, the lady, you know, the lady's ringing up his order or whatever. And there's another lady that comes through and she's like, hey, I need a, like, I don't know what the kind of plant it was. She's like, I need a plant of some sort. I don't, I don't remember exactly the specific plant, but she's like, I need a plant. And the lady is basically like, like, all right, ma'am, give me a second. I'll help you in a minute. And then the lady's like waiting a second. And she goes, ma'am, I need a plant. <laughs> and she's like, ma'am, I told you to wait. And then I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm like, dude, what the hell is going on, yo? Like I go from one thing to the next thing, to the next thing, right? Everything's going bad. Everything's going wrong. And so uh, the lady eventually is like, hey, like the lady's like, just go down the aisle, go down to aisle five or whatever aisle she said. And she's like, just make a right and you'll, and you'll, and you'll see it. You'll see what you want. And she's like, wow, what terrible customer service. She's like, can't you guys walk me to the aisle? <laughs> and the lady's like, like, and the lady like leaves a customer that was pissed and the lady at the register is just like, like what? Like the lady's like, what the F? Like, um, I'm trying not to, I'm trying my hardest not to curse on the show, but she, she's like, what the, what the F? Like, she's like, I don't understand these people. Right. So I knew that all I was getting was the $10 gift card. I'm going to make her life really easy, but I'm also going to cheer her up at this time. Cause that's what we're all about at goals and updates. And that's my job as a motivational speaker is to motivate people. Right. So I come up to the counter, come up to the counter with the, with the, with the gift card and it's $10 come up to the counter and I, and I put it down and she uh, rings me up and I go, uh, I go, Hey, I just, yeah, I just need this $10 gift card. I just need $10 in this card, this gift card. She goes, all right. She goes, all right. And I'm like, just having a rough day, huh? And she's like, yeah, she's like, I'm just having a really bad day today. And she's going and going and going and venting and venting. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, trust me, I totally understand. I'm like, you just got to keep going and keep getting up. And I'm trying to energize her and I'm getting, you know, I'm trying to help her out. And I'm like, you just got to keep going. I'm like, listen, things are going to happen, but you got it. I was like, you got it. I was like, you just got to keep going. And she's like, yeah, she's like, you're right. And like, she gets all amped and she's like smiling. And I go, well, thank you so much for the, you know, for the help and the assistance. Have a Merry Christmas. And she's like, you too, baby. And I'm like, all right, let's go, go back to the thing. And uh, last year, by the way, with the with the Dirty Santa, I just want to get this, you know, get this off my chest real quick. Last year for Dirty Santa, I ended up getting this really cool. Uh, by the way, if you don't know what Dirty Santa is, it's basically uh, you can steal the gifts. 
So they have two rounds. The first round, the person opens it up. Um, and then when the second person comes up, they can either steal the gift from the first person or go get a random gift and you don't know what it is because everything's wrapped. So then at that point, it just goes around as a round. You can steal or go get a new gift and so on and so on. Keep going. Round two is just straight stealing. So I can go and steal from Jen. Jen can then steal back from me. That person goes steal from the other person. Then it's just stealing all the way across for uh, the second round. And then whatever you have, you have. And then it was funny because at the end, he's like, all right. And then there's round three. And he's like, round three, you guys do on your own. He's like, you could just exchange gifts in the parking lot if you don't like what you got and the other person's willing to trade. And so uh, as, soon as, he, <laughs> as soon as he said that, I ended up having a uh, – I'm trying to think what I had. I started off with a water bottle. It was a cool water bottle, to be honest with you. It was a cool water bottle. And then I ended up stealing a Starbucks gift card. And then, of course, someone stole it from me because I never keep stuff that I steal uh, for whatever reason. Uh, last year, I walked away with the vase. I had one of the coolest gifts where it was a little um, – I forgot what they call it, but it's almost like a little water fountain, and it was really cool looking. And you just put it on your desk and you plug it in and it's like a little water fountain that just recycles the water through the little pond. And I'm like, oh, it'd be really cool to put on my desk and just, you know, have it and just, you know, it's supposed to help you relax and take some stress off. If you're stressing out, you look at it and it just relaxes you. All right, that's pretty cool. And, um, and by the way, they're all like cheap gifts. Like, you know, the minimum is $10. You know, some people do 12, some people do, or people do 15, some people do 20. It just really... Um, matters on you know depends on the person that's buying the gift and how much they really care about getting a good gift but anyways most of the gifts are pretty good by the way but um so uh, I walked away with the vase last year now this year I was determined I was like I am determined to get something worthy to get and so I ended up having at the end I believe it was a it was a wine compressor so how it works is basically let's say I opened up a bottle of wine I then put the little, let's say, all right, I want to save it for tomorrow or for a week or whenever I want to drink the rest of this wine. And I put the little cap they give you on it. And within the cap, there's a vac. You can attach this vacuum piece to it, and it sucks out and compresses all the air out of the bottle. So it's supposed to make the wine taste a little bit better and make the wine taste fresher like you just opened up the bottle. And I, I thought it was kind of interesting and kind of cool, and I was just like, all right, it's better than the vase I got last year, which I just ended up giving to my grandma as a, as a Christmas gift. But um, so, <laughs> so I ended up uh, I ended up just, you know, all right, I'm going to keep it. Well, the guy next to me, which is Scott, and Scott is someone that I want to, um, you know, right now it didn't sound like a good time to ask him, obviously. His kids are there. Uh, it's not a one-on-one type of meeting. It's kind of like there's a lot of people at this meeting. And I know that maybe next time, next meeting, if he shows up, I can ask him. But he also was talking about how his dad's going through some stuff. Uh, he's trying to, you know, go through some rehab stuff. His father's a lot older, obviously, and going through some rehab stuff. And I didn't want to ask him for a favor when his, you know, when, when he's trying to, he's worried about his dad. It's not, he's not worried about taking care of other things. He's worried about helping his family right now. So I, I wanted to wait a second. But um, because I do want to ask him about, having him teach not he doesn't have to teach me anything i just want to be able to walk walk on his you know go through like a walkthrough on his property he does property management with uh, multi-family commercial uh, real estate and i just wanted to have see if he would let me walk on you know walk around his property maybe ask him some questions if i had questions and at the same time just see how he manages the properties like what he's doing on an everyday what his day basically looks like on an everyday basis to get a better understanding 
of multi, you know, being a property manager and just get a little bit more understanding of that. So I know for a fact he'll probably let me do it. Now, if he tells me he doesn't have the time, then I just have to try to figure out how to persuade him to, to work it out within his time. Um, and just convince him, hey, let me just be a fly in your wall. Like, let me, I'm not going to bother you. I'm just going to spectate you. Uh, you know, kind of that thing. But anyways, that's, you know, it's a pitch I got to work on and pitch him. But anyways, um, what I'm trying to uh, figure out right now, or not figure out, I don't know why I'm going off topic. But anyways, so he was next to me, right? He was next to me and he had these four wine, uh, stemless wine glasses. And I was like, they look pretty cool. And I'm like, I'm looking at them and I'm like, you know, I wouldn't, and I kind of told them when the other person had, I'm like, I wouldn't be too um, dissatisfied. I'd be pretty happy if I got the stemless wine glasses. And so he probably was listening to me when I was doing that. And at the end, he's like, Hey, I'll try that out. He's like, I have too many stemless wine glasses. He's like, I don't want these. He's like, you want to trade? All right. I'm game. I'll take the, I'll take the glasses. You can take this compressor. I'm like, I'm really not really trying to drink anyways. I'm like the glasses I could at least use for other things <clears throat> for this. You know, I'm not really, I'm trying to stay away from drinking. I'm not really trying to drink wine all the time or, you know, I'm trying to change my drinking habits to only drink on special occasions like a wedding or some type of uh, family um, celebration or a holiday, right? I'm trying to restrict my drinking. So, and I'm trying to get, you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to clean up my drinking, so I'm like, I'm not really trying to use this at all, but I'm like, it's pretty interesting. I'm kind of curious how it really works. So you got to let me know how it works. But anyways, changed the gifts with him and I actually got a better gift. So that was kind of interesting. Now, the other thing I wanted to go over with was um, the speech. Like I, I went over GoDaddy with you, uh, basically with GoDaddy, and then I'll do the speech after this. But um, Basically, right now, what's happening is I paid off an agency contract, which I was kind of stuck into. But like I said, I, I've talked about it on the show before. Uh, I tried to give some business advice if uh, someone hit that and they were new to you know trying to start a business for the first time. A lot of this stuff that I'm telling you is first-time business knowledge. So I'm giving you a perspective as someone that's never really started a business before and is going through the motions with a small business to try to eventually, obviously, expand the business and make it bigger but, and grow. But right now what's going on is uh, I'm figuring out how to use agencies to my advantage, like third-party agencies to kind of do some work for me. Because right now I don't have any employees, obviously. I'm kind of doing all the work by myself. And obviously um, I thought at the time, <coughs> Bailey, hey, <coughs> hey, come on, man. No one wants to hear that. <coughs> and give me one sec. Hang on. Knock the shit off, my man. Come on. Get out of here. Uh, all right, guys. I'm back. Yeah, as you can tell, we're going through a lot of a lot of hurdles for you today. <laughs> a lot of hurdles for you today. But uh, that was my dog, Bailey, by the way. And uh, I, had to, I didn't want you guys to listen to that nonsense all day. But anyways... So I do apologize. Uh, I don't. I don't know how loud that comes off on the mic. Uh, obviously, I'm gonna listen to it after this, and I'll, I'll try to help you out and cut it out or whatever. But anyways, um, the point being is, I think I was talking about GoDaddy, but I, I had to pay this agency, and I got locked into this contract, and it was uh, a lot of you know a lot of money, and I got locked into, and I didn't know how to what to do, and so I kind of got stuck paying it. Well. I figured to myself, if I'm going to get stuck paying for it, I'm just going to use my business credit card 
and build money, right? And use, uh, use basically the payments for that agency to build up my credit with a secured credit card. So for my business, to build business credit. So for about a year, I was using the secured card with them, using those, those monthly payments, working with their accountant and paying it off every single month. So basically what was happening was I was building business credit for the first time for my business. And so what, now what happens is, you know, fast forward a year later, I got a unsecured card now. So now I'm using the bank's money and not my money anymore. Uh, I'm still kind of waiting obviously for the, the down deposit that I had to use to put some skin in the game when I got the secured card, which I should be getting pretty soon, you know, probably after, after the holidays. But, um, at this point, you know, I tried to turn a bad situation into a good situation. If I'm going to get screwed and I'm going to get stuck paying for, you know, paying for this service, I might as well get something out of it. And so I flipped a negative or a, uh, a bad situation into a positive or a good situation. So that's just something where I'm trying, you know, I'm telling you that so that you can also build your own business and understand that, you know, even though you get trapped or maybe you think you're trapped, there's always a solution to the problem or there's always a benefit that can come out of the bad thing that you're going through. So that's why I, uh, <clears throat> was person I personally wanted to tell you that now that, so with GoDaddy, I had to switch the, their from their hosting into a different hosting site or a different hosting platform. And that's why I had to, you know, I couldn't work yesterday for you and bring you an hour, you know, the, the hour and a half podcast because I had to go talk with a agent and start working on transferring files and working with him to move the, the needle forward so they can start converting it into their hosting platform. So that's, uh, that's interesting. So I'll let you know how that goes once everything's up. Uh, if you press the link, I'm not sure what's going to happen. I haven't really tried it myself yet just because I know he told me it's going to take about a seven to 10 business days to, or, you know, he said seven to 10 days to have them migrate the hosting site. So it's probably not going to work for about a week now. So I'll update you guys when everything's up and running and everything's, you know, perfectly good. Now, something else that's on here is the speech. Now I have a speech coming up that I'm going to be doing a live presentation. Um, and that's going to be about a 15 minute speech. That's going to be called believe in the impossible. Now I've been working on it and that's why if you're, you know, you're joining and you're just joining live, the, the board does not look the same. Normally I have Apple podcast up on there. I have goals and updates website, the Patreon support, but it looks different than what it looks like now. I had to handwrite it just, you know, about 30 minutes ago and I had to handwrite it because I'm trying to get practice within my speech. I already have basically the speech written, but I'm trying to practice hand gestures and I'm trying to practice engagement. And I want to use a board when I do this presentation, when I'm giving uh, tips throughout my speech, because I'm going to be going over three, topics with the with the audience on the speech it's going to be who i am who tyler dunn is who the speaker is so i'm going to be talking about my past and the struggles that i had to overcome which uh, led me to the person i am today because i had to overcome a bunch of struggles and things that made it seem like it was going to be impossible to keep progressing forward and then the second topic is um, basically how I over or the achievements I've, I've gotten. So like my, how I got my college degree, how I, um, I believe it's my college degree and kidding the other thing. Uh, it's college degree and something else. I'm going to be honest with you. 
like I said, I just got the speech written and I'm still practicing it. I forgot what the other part of it was in there, but it's mostly talking about the college degree, how I over overcame all these obstacles that I thought were impossible. Talk about being dyslexic, a bunch of different things. And then the third part of the speech is going to be how like other people can start believing in the impossible and what they have to do and skills and traits, what they would have to build within themselves to be able to believe in the impossible. So that's why I want to use the whiteboard. So when I'm going over things, I'm jotting it down. And I also want to kind of do a little bit of promoting for goals and updates. I figure if I'm going to be up there and I'm going to help people and I'm going to show them how to believe in the impossible, I can promote goals and updates, at least the website portion of it. Uh, I can support goals and updates and have more people and try to, you know, expand the audience base for and tell them that, you know, it's going to be free, yo. You're going to be watching me for free. And there's about, you know, over 10,000 hours of content from me on this free platform where you can go and start building, uh, you know, how to believe in the impossible or how to believe, you know, change that negative mindset to a positive mindset. So it's going to be pretty interesting. Definitely recommend it. If you want to come and watch me live, just reach out to me. I'll give you more details. Now, I'm trying to think of the last thing that's on here. Now, I do have a couple goals. I have two things I want to talk about, but I do have a, a goals update for you where I am working pretty hard at the gym. I've been pretty consistent, I think, for the last two, two or three weeks, I believe. I've been going pretty steady. I think I've only, I think this week I've only missed one, one day of working out. And after this, after I film this, I'll be going to the gym again. But uh, I've been going by myself. But at the same time, I've been trying to go with my one friend who's really good and is very knowledgeable about form, technique, and uh, just overall like what you should be doing to build muscle and burning fat. So I've been trying to work with him. He's been training me or whatever, but and he's been pushing me. Uh, I, we went yesterday and he pushed me to my limits uh, to the point where I was like, I, don't, I was like, I don't know you if I can do anymore. I, um, and it was kind of funny because like he'll laugh at me when I, I'm like, ah, like I'd get off. I'd, I'd I'll, I won't argue with him, by the way. I won't argue with him. I'll just do whatever he wants me to do. But then after I do it, I'm normally like, oh, man, I feel it, yo. It's sore. And he's like, yeah, yo, that's how it's supposed to be. All right? So he's pushing me. That's why I wanted him to train me because he's going to push me. He's going to push me past the limits. So that's uh, one thing I wanted to update you. I'm also trying to work on my weight. So I believe I weighed myself this morning, and I was at 178 for weight. I'm trying to get it down to 170. I think my ultimate goal is going to be 165 or the 170 range, but I've never, it normally goes to like 178. I come back to 180 or 185 or around that range. It like fluctuates, it drops, goes back up. So I'm trying to be as consistent as I possibly can be at the gym and consistently as possible with what I'm putting in my body food wise and, and drink wise. So I've been drinking a lot of water. Uh, as you can see water, but this has emergency C cause, uh, got a, you know, sore throat. So I'm trying to, trying to hustle through it. But, uh, basically I've been just drinking a lot of water, but, uh, the point being is that, you know, I'm trying to get my weight down to 170. That's a big goal for me. I don't think I've ever really, I've been at 170 before, maybe back in uh, high school or middle school, but I'm trying to get it down and I'm trying to fix my body. Um, and at the same time, I'm working on a different sleep schedule. So, I'm trying to, I have a bad habit from middle school where I was playing a lot of video games back in middle school and I was going to bed at like two in the morning, five in the morning. And I was getting up really late, like 12 PM, 11 PM. But now what's happening, my bad. Now what's happening is, uh, I'm going to bed around 12 AM, about 1 PM. 
or 1 a.m. I should say, and I'm and I can't get up past eight in the morning. But what I really want to do is change it from going to bed at max 10 uh, 10 p.m. and getting up at 6 a.m. And that's going to be a big a big shift for me. But the hard part right now is I'm working an eight hour shift from nine nine thirty to six. And then from there, I mean, I, you know, I only have at that point, I think it's uh, four, four to five hours roughly where I can try to get work done for done deal investments, goals and updates and, um, and try to work on myself, you know, go to the gym. And so it's a very, very tight window. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure out how to create more time. So that's kind of what I'm working on is if I can create more time in the morning, it should fix that problem now, uh, which is going to lead us into the, the last update for you. But uh, I should be freeing up more time in the sense that I am going to be leaving this full-time job, right? I'm leaving this full-time job back uh, once we get out of Christmas. So probably in the next two, probably a week and a half, two weeks where we hit January, that's when I'm going to try to put in the two weeks. And I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if they're going to say, uh, all right, just pack your stuff up and leave. Or if they're going to say, uh, or if they're going to say, hey, we want you to stick around for two more weeks while we go and find someone and try to fill your, you know, fill your role or your place. I don't know what's going to happen. I kind of have a feeling they're not going to want me to stay. But, you know, it is what it is. But what's going to happen is once that ends, now I'm going to partner up with my friend Jonathan. I've been, he's the one that's training me in the gym and I've just been talking to him a bunch of, you know, back and forth on what we're going to end up doing and how we're going to expand him selling health insurance and a bunch of different things. So I'm going to be working for him and we're just going to, it's going to, it's going to be a process. It's definitely going to be a work in progress, but uh, it's definitely going to be better than what I'm doing right now. It's going to free up my schedule. It's going to be a lot more opportunity. So, yeah, he's probably going to start me at $800 a month, which to some people is probably terrifying. But uh, <laughs> some people are like, holy, like, holy, I did the math. I think uh, if he did pay me $800 a month, I think it came out to like $10,000 a year, you know, minus whatever taxes. So you probably, you know, really not making a lot. But the point being is that if I help him get more leads, if I build him, if I build him clients, at the same time, I'm also going to be working on my license to actually be able to sell health insurance with him. So if I get the license, it opens up more opportunities. So the whole point is, yeah, I'm going to start small, but I'm going to work my way into more opportunity with him. So um, I'm not going to be capped out. At the job I'm at right now, uh, I mean, they literally control you. They control every motion. If I work for him, I control my own time back. I get control back. And remember what I was telling you before in one of these episodes, you want control. A lot of people are scared of control. A lot of people run from control, but that's why you don't have any money. That is why you're broke because someone else is controlling your time. And that is the biggest thing that most people don't understand is, is you want control of your life. You don't want to give control to other people or other corporations or organizations. You want to have control of your own life. And in order to do that, you have to be making more money, right? You have to be making a, a enough money to be able to sustain what you want to do within your life. You have to be able to control your time. So that means not working, um, you know, not working the nine to five where they're trapping you. And uh, if you don't show up, you're basically screwed. Um, it's a bunch of different things, which I, you know, I could talk for hours on it, but I don't, you know, that's basically why I want to start from making $16, you know, $1,600 an hour down to 800 with my friend. Cause there's more opportunities with my friend. So even though it sounds scary going from 16, you know, 1600 all the way down to 800, 
it's, you know, and I'm not, I don't have benefits. I don't have, you know, package deals. There's no gift wrapped uh, stuff. It's going to be more opportunity. And that's another, you know, I've talked about that before where the average person, the biggest mistake for people is they're looking for the paycheck, not the opportunity. And uh, what I kind of mean by that is most people are when they go for a job and they're interviewing for different jobs, they're looking at how much money is this company or organization going to pay me? Instead of looking at the organizations that they're, they're getting interviewed and they're checking out and, and telling themselves, which one has more opportunity for me to grow and make more money? That's the big, big difference. And what happens is people go for whatever's paying more. They go there, they hate the job, and they're capped, and they can't really move up into different positions. They're capped out of what they're making, and they'll make the same amount for majority of their life. And that's why a lot of people are broke, because as you're making the same amount of money, everything's being inflated throughout time. And that's why everyone complains, why is everything getting pricier? Why is food more pricier? Or why, why did the price of uh, vegetables go up? Why did the price of peaches go up? Why did, uh, why did gas go up $2, right? You're complaining about everything going up because you're capped and you're stuck at the same amount of money for the majority of your time, you know, majority of your life working for a corporation. So that is why I would rather sac- you know, sacrifice the $800 in a paycheck and work for him because I'm looking at it as opportunity. I can work with him, partner up, right? I could partner up with him and, and we could start building and building and building, make more commission, start working, work hard. And me, and, and he's a hard worker. I know for a fact he's a hard worker. So I, you know, and me and him are basically the same individual. The personalities are slightly different. Um, you know, we do have different personalities, but our drive, our work ethic is kind of on the same point. And he is a person that kind of matches the knowledge base that I have with with money finances, excuse me, money finances and different things where it's not, it's not a struggle to talk to him about money or business in general. Cause he's kind of on the same page, a lot of the stuff. So it should be, uh, you know, I'm kind of interested to see where it goes and what it takes me to and, and what happens with it. And I'll update you guys as, you know, as I'm going through with him, you know, as I go through more episodes and as time goes by and I start working with him and the partnership goes along and I'll update you guys on that. That's a, that's a big update. So I'll update you guys on that. Now, the last thing I want to talk about with my update, I'm going to try to make the other, we're not talking about done deal investments. So we have a little bit more time to, to do the updates, but um, is uh, there was a fire in, in, the, in the office today at my job. And, and what ended up happening was, uh, which I, you know, I thought was pretty messed up was uh, I don't know exactly what happened. I just know we did our potluck, came back to start working again. And all of a sudden I hear everyone freak because I had, you got to understand I have the headphones on and it has one ear and the ear that the piece goes on is my left ear and the wall is on my right. So there's really no one to my right, but on the left side where all the people are, I can't really hear when they're speaking to me because that's where my ear, my headphones are at. So I'm listening to podcasts, information and stuff. So I'm listening to this podcast and all I hear is, oh, oh my God, oh my God. And like the fire alarm goes off and I'm looking around, I'm looking around. I'm like, what's going on? Fire alarm's going off. I'm looking, everyone's, everyone's freaking out. Right. And I look up and, and my manager is like, Oh my God, let's get out of here. And, and everyone's, <laughs> and everyone's like, should we put our phones on off phone? Because uh, at my job, we're in a thing called an ox and the ox is how they control basically your productivity and, 
oh, like you should be making, you know, you should have pushed out six or seven emails within the hour. That's how they know because you're in a aux system within the phone. So everyone's like freaking out. What should we do? Should we put our should we put our phones on off phone or should we just screw it and leave? And she's like, put it on off phone, put it, you know, leave it. I don't care. Let's just get out of here. <laughs> and so everyone everyone gets out. Um, I I didn't see smoke. Everyone was saying they saw smoke coming out of the you know different you know, vents and the vents I guess in the building and different things. But all I smelt was just something burning. It just, you, you could smell it like something was on fire. And we go outside, you know, everyone's going down. We're on the second floor in this building and we're going downstairs, go outside. Uh, it's, it's raining, right? So, of course, it starts raining. It's cold. You know, we're in, we're in South Florida and the winter's coming through. So, um, in Florida, it's normally really humid and hot. But during the winter, it starts getting a little cool and it rains a lot during the winter, which sucks because it's uh it, it's not um that's when people start getting sick that's why we have like the flu season right now and stuff because as the climate starts cooling over where we're at it gets a little cooler but it starts raining a lot and that's why you get sick <clears throat> hence why i probably have the you know i have the um the sore throat uh, trying to do this episode so we go outside and it's cold and everyone has umbrellas and it starts downpouring and raining and it just sucked. And then, you know, you hear the fire department coming down the street and police and fire surrounding the building and they're checking it out. And to this day, I don't, I still don't know what caused whatever it was. Uh, some people think it's electrical work, like wiring caught on fire. Cause they said that's happened before in the past. Um, I don't know if, um, I don't know if someone did something stupid and, a microwave caught on fire. I don't, you know, I don't really know. So I can't tell you exactly what caused it, but um, we just see people, you know, we're outside maybe for 30, 40 minutes, maybe. And I just see everyone going inside. So I guess they waved all clear. We go inside. Now it still smells really bad in this place. All right. And it's a, it's a, it's a big office space. It's, it's massive. Like we have probably three or 400 people working in this office. If everyone showed up on the, on the same day, you'd have about three to 400 people working in this building and it just smells really bad. It's, it was a little overwhelming in the beginning. Right. And there's people with asthma, like people are having like panic attacks and stuff. And of course, um, yeah, I didn't think we were, I was like, all right, are they going to like, let us go home? Right. And by the way, this is around, you know, like four, you know, we're getting close to 4 PM. Most people leave around four 30 or four, and then the other half normally leaves around like six, right? The latest, like one department stays at seven. I mean, it's not like, you know, it's probably, you know, you're probably looking at like a four hour difference where if, uh, if you really needed someone to stay, like you're only really killing about four hours of time on a paycheck. But anyways, so we're coming across, uh, you know, just looking at people. We didn't uh, like my, the one person that sits next to me is kind of like, what should we do? And I'm like, I'm not going back to work until someone tells me to go back to work. Cause I'm like, there's no one in this building. We're kind of like the handful of people are only in this building right now. And I'm like, there's people leaving. There's people having panic attacks, asthma attacks, different things going on. And I'm just like, I'm not, and you know, I'm not working if no one else is going to be working. And I'm like, they really should just let us go home. I mean, it, we're at the end of the day. It, you know, it is what it is. Uh, they should just really pay us for our time. It's not our fault that the, you know, something caught on fire so they really should just let us go home. But what they ended up doing, of course, was they let certain they they let people go outside if they wanted to get some air or whatever and from the smell. 
But what they did was they said, okay, if anyone wants to go home, you can tow or use your vacation time to get paid for the, the hours you're not going to work and leave. So basically what they were doing was penalizing the employee, which it's not, by the way, it's not their fault that anything happened within that workplace, right? That it's not their fault that a fire happened. But what they did was they're like, you can tow, which basically means you can tell your manager, hey, I'm going to go home. I'm towing early. I'm going home early. And they don't pay you. So it, let's say you had another three hours or four hours left to work on your regular hour, you know, regular schedule of hours. You don't get that pay. You're not getting paid for those four hours. You're just going home. Like basically you just told your manager, I, I quit for the day. I'm going home with no pay. Or what you could do is use some of your vacation time to make up for the three or four hours, which is screwing the employee out of their benefits for something that they didn't do. It's not their fault that uh, the fire happened. So again, that, you know, terrible options for the employee or, and then what they did was then they came around, they're like, okay, you're going to stay. And they would give out these masks that you put on your face. If you didn't want to smell the stuff in the room, almost like uh, almost literally like in Asia or some type of third world country where you, they take a picture, right? All right. Like a ma like a person's coming out to do a magazine and just to show you what's going on in the, you know, a different country, they take the picture and you just see all the people walking around after a long day of work with these masks, the masks on, almost like if they were sick or because the air is polluted and they don't want to breathe in the, the, toxic, the toxic chemicals of the pollutant in the air, but they still have to work, right? That's basically what they did at this job. So everyone's coming around with masks, right? So it looks like everyone's, uh, you know, it just, it was terrible. Um, all these people with the masks and everything. And that was what they decided to do to help the employee. So basically in a, in a, you know, a short version of it, the, the company looked out for the company and not the employees. Then they wonder why. Okay. Then they wonder why the employees treat the clients like crap, their customer base. And they wonder why we get record breaking number or record breaking high numbers of uh, complaints within this, within this company. And I, trust me, I deal with the, I, I see them and then I send them to the complaints department. So I read them obviously, and then I send them, but it just blows my mind that they, they just expect you to, uh, you know, kneel over. And this is why I'm leaving this company. Cause why would I want to work for a company that does not care about me? That looks at me as a number that looks at me as a statistic within a five or 700, uh, employee based or number of employee-based uh, company or organization. Why would I want to be just a number to this company? I, I don't want to be a number. I want to be an asset. But if they're not going to treat me or look at me or even attempt to look at me as an asset, it's not worth my time. And sometimes you have to realize, you have to realize that you have to move on and just go, okay, I got, I got stooped. I got stooped on this, on this bargain, on this deal, and I need to go and find a different deal for myself. And unfortunately, it sucks. You got to do what you got to do. But I really, um, if I had to, I think it's a blessing in disguise. Like I've said a hundred and thousands of times within different podcasts, I really believe that life is happening for you, not against you, that things are happening for a reason. And, uh, and if you just took a, and this is where the speech that I'm giving on January 4th is going to kind of uh, try to show you that. I don't think it's really going to paint, um, you know, if I had to really think about the speech that I've been writing, I, you know, it might not be obvious, but I'm going to talk a little bit about that within, within the speech with the, the, the audience when I actually do engagement with the audience. But 
I, um, you know, I just, it, it just reinforces like every little thing as I get closer to the point where I'm going to put in the two weeks and I'm going to do different things. It gets closer and closer that the company starts showing me the answers. Like, yeah, you're doing the right thing by putting in the two weeks because this company just doesn't care. And, uh, it's, it, it's, it's really disturbing to be honest with you, because for me, I don't care because I know I'm leaving. I'm not, I'm not taking, I'm not putting up with the BS. I'm not taking it. I, I'm putting it in and I'm dipping and I'm going to go make something of myself. But I know for half the people that are staying within this organization, they're staying for one major reason. And the reason is they they're scared because they're getting to the age of retirement and they don't want to play a riskier game rather than myself where I'm 24. I have time. I'm not really worried about retirement right now. I'm worried about getting myself together and a lot of these people that are there are like a lot of older people, uh, you know, their fifties and sixties. And so they're scared that if they leave this organization, they can't retire. And it's really, really depressing because uh, I see it with a lot of people, a lot of people that I talk to and I'm like, you know, I'm getting ready to leave. I'm doing this, I'm doing that. Um, and they'll, and they'll say, yeah, I really don't like this company. Uh, I, you know, I don't like what they're doing, but I got to kind of stay cause I'm at that age of retirement. I'm almost there. Um, and I'm going to be bluntly honest with you, uh, and I know I'll probably get kicked back from this, but I think it's a very, uh, I think it's a poor excuse. I really do. Uh, you're, you're in one of the hottest job markets, and I understand a lot of them are scared that they're going to get set back and pay. Uh, maybe you're making 60000 there, and you're scared that you, know, you can't find a job that's not going to pay you more than 45000 or 40000 right? But uh, at the same time, you have to look out for yourself, and if you're going to you got to understand that this company is, is, is lying to you majority of the time. If they're lying to you about a lot of things that are going on and they're showing you they're not, you know, they don't really care about you at all. Do you really think they're going to care and actually commit to other things regarding your money? I mean, that's the biggest thing you're, you're working for is your money. So um, in the end, I kind of think, you know, you'd be better off finding a different job than staying there because of the retirement thing. But I, you know, I understand those people. I'm not here to talk those people off the ledge. Um, with that, I'm just kind of, you know, trying to put a little bit of common sense to it. But, uh, you know, I just know I got to take care of myself. The most important person at that company is myself. Um, and I know, you know, that kind of sounds uh, egotistic or it sounds uh, selfish or whatever, but that's what you have to do because the company is not putting the employees first. They're putting the company first. And, uh, and that's a big problem because your employees are the asset to the company. It's the bloodline of the company. So why would you not put your employees at a, at a pedestal or at least try to help your employees to help your customers? Um, it, you know, and this is a problem you're going to see with a lot of organizations. Um, we could talk about this topic. You know, I just wanted to bring that to light of day because I really felt like that was terrible what they did today. And I know people are going to go there tomorrow and maybe no one's really going to talk, you know, maybe someone talks about it, but no one's going to do anything. No one's going to tell the higher ups. No one's going to say anything. So, um, and I might even include that into my two weeks now, now that that happened, I might even just go back and, and write a little bit extra into my two weeks and put that in there. Cause I, I really felt that as someone that's trying to be an entrepreneur as someone that wants to build a company I, it, it was uh, it was the most pathetic thing I've ever seen in my whole entire life, to be bluntly honest with you. I mean, um, this company brags about, you know, they're trying to get to a billion dollars of revenue. They're almost there. They're at, you know, $600 million. We have these, uh, we have these, um, these uh, town hall meetings quarterly. So we have four every year, 
right? Every three months they do a town hall and they say, oh, we're doing so great. We're doing so great. And then, uh, you know, we cut our expenses. And at the same time, we've boosted our revenue, right? And we're, we're, we're almost at that billion dollar mark, we're almost a billion dollar company, right? But they can't, they can't put the employee first, you know, they have all this money, but they can't put the employee first and just pay them the extra three or four hours and let them go home when the building caught on fire or something caught on fire within the building and, and messed up the whole entire building, uh, which probably wasn't even safe for us to even be there in the first place. So, you know, it's one of those things where, um, you know, it's pretty pathetic. So I just wanted to bring that to your attention. But um, the, the point being uh, with that is just, you know, the moral of the story is if, uh, if the signs are, if the writing's on the wall, the signs are presenting themselves, uh, this, the truth will set you free. Uh, pay attention to what's going on at, at the company you're working for. And if it's a company where they're taking advantage of you, just quit. Like I'm telling you, just quit, find something else. Uh, you're in one of the hottest job markets right now, like record-breaking highs with uh, the stock market, record-breaking highs with unemployment right now. We have more jobs than people to fill the jobs. And Florida is one one of the states right now. If you're in Florida right now, I mean, if you're in a different state, um, I, obviously I can't give you all the states to the all the states within the United States. But at least in Florida where I'm living, it's um I. I just heard about it too. It was like a six point something percent job growth rate. So I think it, and it's one of the highest. We're, the state of Florida is one of the highest out of all of the other states um, that have record breaking job growth because we don't, we don't have a lot of restrictions um, as a uh, Republican, as a Republican state right now, we don't have a lot of restrictions with government interference, with a lot of stuff. So it's, it's letting us grow at a faster rate for jobs. So it's kind of interesting. Now, um, the reason I'm giving you that statistic is because I'm trying to motivate you to realize the truth. And if you see the truth, you have no reason not to act within the truth. So that's why I wanted to tell you that. Now, those are my updates. Last one. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Last one. I'm getting Jeffrey Kramer on the show. All right. It's already been confirmed. It's a done deal. We're getting uh, Jeffrey Kramer on this show. I just don't know the exact date yet. We're working on it. But um, what's going to end up happening is uh, we were supposed to film that Tuesday. I forgot that I switched my Saturday for my, you know, I had to work this Tuesday. So I forgot I switched my normal Saturday shift for Tuesday to have off on Saturday to go to a family function event or a family get together. And uh, I uh, had to postpone it with him. And I told him, you know, the holidays are coming up next week. So let's enjoy the holidays. We'll come back during New Year's, so January. And we'll set up something for Jan, you know, in the beginning of January, where then we can start. It'll be a new year, and we'll talk about New Year's resolution and goals and stuff. But what I'm going to end up doing is probably driving up to Miami and going up there with him and filming at his place, his apartment. And from there, uh, you know, get. A, I'm going to try to get a good interview with him. So we'll see what happens with that. I'll update you. Uh, that one should be good because Jeffrey's pretty. Jeffrey's pretty motivated. I mean, I've, I've, I've sat down with, uh, with Jeffrey at a uh, Starbucks before and just had a cup of coffee and just talked to him a little bit about real estate and his social media and things that he was doing. And he's definitely doing things that I'm kind of pushing for right now for myself. So he'd be really good to have on this show. Now, what I also, so that's that update. Um, I'm working on a couple other people, but that one is probably going to be the next co-host um, on goals and updates. Now, if you also want to be a co-host or a co-host, I think I'm kind of saying that weird, co-host on this show, 
on goals and updates and you just want to, you know, be a co-host and sit down with me, have an interview, have a discussion. We can talk about whatever you want. Um, then you just, you know, we'll have a little interview. You talk about whatever you want, politics, money, finance, um, investing, uh, anything, you know, a job, a particular job field or a particular point of view you want to talk about, whatever you want to talk about, I want to get you on the show. It doesn't matter if you're, you know, very successful, you're average, uh, it, do, it doesn't matter what you are. I want to get you on the show. So as long as you're willing to step up in front of the camera with me and just have a conversation, I'm willing to have you on here and give you a chance. Um, in order to do that, just reach out to me, social media, Facebook, whatever way you feel comfortable and whatever way you can do it, just reach out to me. Now, I'm going to go into the first topic. We have two topics today. Uh, the first one's going to be choice that I'm going to talk about. The second one's going to be you are the best asset. Now, the first one is going to be choice. And I was taught, I, I kind of picked this topic because I recently started watching the movie, The Matrix. Now, for anyone that doesn't know The Matrix, which I'm pretty sure was a highly popular movie when it first came out, and um, it basically, I'm trying to think of uh, how to really describe the movie without kind of going too crazy into it, because what happens is there's three movies. So I'm going to give you a little bit of backstory on, on, on what it is, but I'm not going to go too into depth because we'll be here for, this could be a six hour show on this, but there's three movies, the matrix, the matrix reloaded. And then I believe it's the matrix uh, revolution. I believe it's called. So there's three now in each it's all continuing movies. So when the first one ends, the second one picks up when the second one ends, the third one picks up from the second one. Now within this movie, what ends up happening is uh, um, the guy Neon, or which they call Neo, is uh, is in a you know typical nine to five job. He's 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 trying he's having like doubts, right? He he thinks he's he's meant for a higher purpose, but doesn't really know why or how or what's kind of going on. But he just feels this presence of that he's gonna he's gonna do something great, and he's and he's kind of trapped into the into the everyday life of the average person going to the nine to five job, going to a job he hates, um, you know, not really getting anything done, barely making the bills kind of thing. And what ends up, ends up happening is he finds out he's in this system called the matrix. It's a computer programming system and humans are enslaved by machines and so on and so on and so on. And it, it, as you keep watching these, these movies, it keeps going deeper and deeper down the rabbit hole, as I like to say. And you start finding out the truth within the truth, within the truth, within the truth, within the truth. And, th and it just gets crazy. It gets, it, gets, it gets overwhelming. Like, I remember watching that movie back when I was maybe 12. And, it, and it's weird that I watched it again and, and started putting pieces together for myself. But um, I remember when I was about 10 or maybe 12 and my dad – Actually, actually, I believe I watched it with my dad when I was 12, but the reason I watched it was I got, at the time I was in uh, Taekwondo, and the teacher was an amazing, phenomenal uh, Taekwondo instructor, and my sister would go to dance classes, and at nighttime, they would, this uh, one instructor would do Taekwondo in the dance studio, so I'd go and I'd signed up for it. And I'd learn, I think I got up to like a yellow belt or I don't think I ever got to a green. I think the next one would have been green. I think I got to a yellow, which is like the second belt. And then I, I stopped. I was getting, I was getting different things. And then uh, she ended up moving and I couldn't do it with her anymore. So I couldn't get the green. I was, the next one would have been a green for me. I think I was just about to get the green, but anyways, the green belt. But anyways, 
we would do this stuff where she would have these bamboo swords, these heavy duty bamboo swords, and we would spar with the swords. All right. And she was teaching me, um, sword techniques. Now what was happening was, uh, she kind of made it a game where she was like, Hey, you're going to be neon, which is the one. And I'm going to be the, the agent that calls you Mr. Smith. So we would have like dialogue as we're doing the swords, right? We were, we were like fighting. Like if we were in the matrix, we're fighting, we're sparring. And so she would just say like Mr. Anderson and stuff. And I'd say, I don't even remember what I said. I would just say like, you know, dialogue or whatever. And we just do things. But she was the one that I think told me, she was telling me these movies. She's like, Hey, you got to go see this movie. Like this is a classic. You got to go see this movie and you got to watch what they do fighting styles and how they do this. And she was just a, she was a cool person. Like, um, I, I, you know, I really wish I uh, would have her contact information and, uh, you know, be able to reach out to her. I don't even know really how I'd even start to look for her, but anyway, you know, maybe Facebook, I'd have to figure it out, but, um, man, that's really interesting. But anyways, I, um, would spar with her and she would tell me these movies to go watch. And I believe she was the one that told me to go watch the matrix. Now I ended up watching it with my dad, like I said, at 12. And the first time I watched, I watched the first one and I told him, I remember watching and I looked at him and I go, I have no idea what's going on in this movie. I'm like, I don't understand it. Now, the second one I think was also out. So me and my dad watched the second one. Now, um, they explain a couple different things in the first one, obviously. Then, like, you're left with more, like, you know, these mind, these mind fuck things. And you're like, uh, like, what the hell is going on? Um, I look at my dad. I'm like, I still don't know what's going on. And my dad's trying to kind of trying to describe it, but my dad was having trouble with it. Then I remember I, we had, at the time, it was Netflix, but net, um, at the time, well, it, hang on. It was Blockbuster, but Netflix, no, Blockbuster, it wasn't Netflix, I don't think, at the time. It was Blockbuster. And at the time, you could rent. They had, like, uh, they were the first ones to, excuse me, the mailing where they would mail you the disc, and then you would mail it back to Blockbuster, and they would then send you the next thing that was on your list, right? So you're paying almost like a monthly subscription, and instead of it being on demand, like on your on a browser, on your computer, it was they were using the mailing. They would mail you the discs. So I remember I, I, I looked up there one time, and it said uh, – and I just was scoping through movies on uh, Blockbuster. And it said The Matrix, and it was the third one, and it was Matrix uh, Revolution. I was like, oh, my God, they made a third one. So uh, <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, they made a third one or whatever. I didn't know that. And so I rent it. I let my dad see it. And I remember, like, my dad just being at the end of the third one. He's like, I'm kind of confused. Like, I don't really understand what's going on. And I, I would, if I had to make a guess, it was probably because we watched the first and the second one a long time ago, years ago. And then now we're watching the third one. We probably don't really remember everything from the other two movies. So what ended up happening was, you know, fast forward. Now it's like, uh, now it's like maybe seven years, seven years. And I'm, and I'm going, you know, I was going on Netflix and I was just looking at Netflix for a minute and I go, Oh, they have the matrix. Like I haven't seen that in a long, long time. Right. I was like, I haven't seen that. And I'm like, Oh, and so I'd, I'd finish the first one. I'm like, oh, they have the second one. So I finished the second one. Oh, they have the third one. So I finished the third, right? So I'm going through all the sequences. And as I'm watching the first one, the second one, or the third one, I'm like, oh my God, it's all clicking. It's all making sense. Like now I understand. Like, oh, like it was a game changer. It was like a, it was a life change. It was a life changing thing because what the Matrix, what it, what it was basically talking about throughout the whole entire movie, just to kind of sum it up where it's not going to spoil anything. 
but um, the whole the whole system was based on choice. It was giving everyone had a place or a role within the system, and each person had to choose the role. Uh, no one could force you to do anything. You had to choose to be the one. You had to choose to be uh, the sidekick. You had to choose to be this person or that person. And so um, the whole point was that he was the one that had all the choice. The one, which was Neon, the main character, had choice. And or the well, the human, you know, the people in the system itself, like just straddlers in the, within the system also had choice. But he had to choose everything that he was doing and he had to believe in it. But so the whole theory or the whole theme of the movie was choice. You have a choice, you know, you have a choice to be with that girl or to be with a different girl. You have a choice to get that job and work it for the rest of your life or quit halfway and go do a different thing. You have a choice to drive a Honda or a Hyundai. You have a, cho- you have a choice in everything that you do. You have a choice to go to that specific barber that you like that you're comfortable with or go to a, you know, drive across town and go to a different barber. It's all choice, right? We, we choose everything in our life today. And uh, I remember, I, I remember talking about, I don't know which episode it was, but a while, you know, a couple episodes back, I was talking about why America, you know, why you got to believe in America, why America is great. And the reason for that was because we have choice, we have free will. So even though maybe you feel trapped within the system of the United States, you have choice and you have freedom to free yourself from that system. You don't have to work the nine to five. Now you can use the internet, build your own business. Basically what I'm doing right now with a podcast and, uh, and I'm trying to build it so that, you know, I can make revenue and get maybe eventually get sponsors and just expand it. And I have the power to do that through social media and the internet. And like you, you have more power nowadays because you have free choice or free will within the United States. And a lot of countries, you don't have free will or choice. There's, you know, a lot of these countries have dictators and the dictators create the choice or options for you. In the United States of America, you have free will or freedom to go and choose what you want to do. So choice. And that's what sets America apart from every other country is choice. And, and I was just thinking about this because you're not going to understand the reference of the matrix until you physically, and I'm telling you, I really recommend going and watching the matrix. Even if you watch the first one, if you watch the first one, you're going to want to watch the second and third one because you'll understand what I'm saying because you're going to watch the first one and be like, huh? There's so many questions. There's no, there's no real answers. So then you go to the second one and the same, they answer some of the questions you had in the first one, but now there's a lot more questions that need to be answered. So now you go to the third one and now they answer a lot of the questions, but then there's still kind of like things that aren't really answered and you're trying to figure out. But everything starts clicking as you get you know, more into depth within these movies. And, uh, but it relates to society nowadays, the nine to five, uh, the government, um, you know, the, the system, it, it's just, it's weird. It's crazy. And like I said, you're not going to understand any, re- I'm not going to use a lot of references from the movie just cause you're not going to understand unless you watch the matrix. Um, so it's kind of, and maybe you, you haven't seen it in a while and you're rusty and you're not gonna know what I'm saying. So I'm not gonna use the references a lot, but, um, choice, right? That's what we're talking about is choice. And uh, I've been paying att- you know I've been paying attention to myself recently about choice. Why do I pick that type of food rather than that food? Why do I feel this way from that choice rather than feeling a different way from the different choice? Um, why do I you know why do I save more money than I try to spend? Why do I feel like I need to invest more money than uh, spend money? 
right? Save to invest. Or why do I, why do I have this poor mentality? Like, why do I choose to be poor? Why can't I choose to be wealthy and change my mindset? Why, you know, why does my mind program to be a certain way? Why can't I choose to go against the odds or against the boundaries? So it, it, it comes down to choice. But um, I recently had a, I'm going to give you another example with the same friend, but my friend's been going through a rough, you know, rough patch, I'd say. Um, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to expose him or his, I'm not going to really try to expose his business. Uh, I know if you watch this episode, I don't know if he's going to be mad, but you know, you don't know who it is. But one of my really good friends is going through a hard time right now. And uh, he's going through something that happened to me a long, long time ago, which I started putting the pieces together. And the reason I'm going to use him as an example is because this is probably an example of a lot of human beings. Everyone's gone through this type of example before, so you can relate to this. Um, he's going through a very hard situation where you know, he was in love with this girl. Uh, they broke up. Now, he was still able to see this person and be friends with them, and he was trying to do the right thing by being a friend and not just you know bailing or leaving. And what happened was now he found out she's moving and they're not going to see each other and kind of being ghosted and different things. And so he's kind of in a position where he's, he's at a low point and he, it's just affecting him kind of negatively, right? Like very negative. And he can't, he can't seem to really figure out how to get through it. And I was trying to explain to him, it's really mental. It's a, you're choosing to be where you're at right now. You're choosing to feel that way. And I know it sounds, it does it, it, it almost sounds too easy or too good to be true, but I'm like, you're literally, it's all a choice. You're choosing everything to happen to you the way it's happened to you. Right. And I was trying to explain that to him. And I tried to give him an example of kind of what happened to me. And this has happened to everyone. I'm going to explain to you what happened to me and you'll understand what I'm saying. All right. What happened to me is, and I talk about it all the time because it's part of a big, a big uh, past thing that happened to me, a big challenge I had to overcome where um, it affected me pretty bad. But ex-girlfriend got into an arranged marriage and I was in love with this person and broke up, like we broke up, right? She went into the arranged marriage, couldn't handle it. She broke up with me. I didn't break up with her, which is a, bit, a big thing. And still trying to get back together, still trying to get back together, still trying to get back together with her. What ended up happening was uh, I tried to friend her. We tried to make the friendship work, but I kept trying to push and push and push and push for more. She kept rejecting, rejecting, rejecting. And it caused her to basically say, screw this, I'm out. And bail, ghost me. Went into a spiral depression and couldn't get out of, I couldn't get out of rock bottom. I was I was really messed up mentally, got into drugs, got into drinking a lot, got into a bunch of stupid stuff and couldn't get back on my feet. So what I ended up doing was that's how I started trying to put in new rules for myself. What do I want out of life? What do I want to do? What, you know, who is this person you're looking at? What's going on? Right. And so I started figuring out that it was a choice. Everything that was going on in my life was a choice that I was doing to myself. Each choice had a consequence. And I was basically screwing myself on each choice that I was making. And that's what I was trying to tell him. Excuse me. That's what I was trying to tell him was you're choosing the way to, to react. You're choosing what's going on and, um, and, so, and whatnot and so forth. And I'm like, it, it's, it's all a choice. 
It really is a choice. You choose to be happy today or you choose to let things that have happened to you that were negative affect you and bring your happiness down. It's all a choice. Um, and that's one example. You know, that is a big example. I feel like a lot of people can relate to because everyone's had a first love. And that's what he's kind of going through. He's going through a first love. Even though he's dated this other person before and maybe he dated this other person, I don't think he was really in love with those two people as he was with this individual. And that's the, that's the big difference is uh, I classify this as his real love. I don't know if he really does. I think he does now as I describe it to him. But he can't, he can't see what I'm saying because he's trapped. It's, it's the mindset. It's the choice of being trapped. And I was trying to explain that to him. But if you're going through that, just know that you're not alone. Everyone goes through that. Everyone goes to that first real, you know, that real first true love and it doesn't work out. And, you know, about 90, 95% of the first love, the first love or the first real relationships don't work out because it's new to both of you or it's new to that individual. So what happens is maybe you've been into a couple of relationships before or that person's been into a couple of relationships before and they know what they want and you don't. So you're trying to figure yourself out as that person already knows what they want and you're kind of not on the same page. And that's kind of what happens is when you're in the first real relationship, you're both not on the same page and you're trying to work and work and work together and you butt heads a lot and you end up breaking up. So that's kind of what happens. But statistically speaking, it happens to a majority. It's a majority thing, not a minority thing. So it happens to a lot of individuals. Just know if you're going through that, you're not alone. Trust me, I, I've been there, done that. And that's why my the last relationship, I knew it was an easy, I knew the solution, I knew the answer before the other individual even knew what the hell was going on. I, I, I knew I couldn't be with this person. So um, it gets easier as time goes on. And that's what I was trying to explain to him too. It's all about time. Time heals wounds. Now, it doesn't completely heal the wounds, but as more time passes, it gets easier to kind of push you know, push that pain or push that suffering behind you. And you start seeing some truth. And by the way, like I said, everything happens for a reason, right? Everything happens, your life's happening for you, not against you. So you'll see something like, I'm sure, you know, it might be a couple of months, might be in the next month. It just, you know, I can't, I can't tell you exactly what's going to happen. I can't predict your future. But as time goes on, you'll start seeing that this happened for a reason, that it had to happen for you to be able to do something else within your life. And I'm telling you, it's so, it's so mind-bottling crazy that you're probably thinking to yourself, as I tell you this, you know, a lot of people might agree with me, but a lot of people might not. But uh, the people that don't agree with me might think I'm crazy, and I'm telling you the truth. So uh, take that for what it is. I'm going to try to give you another example on choice. Um, and I'm going to give you a personal example from my life. Um, I'll do, I talk a lot about the internship. I don't know if I really want to do that one, but what I can tell you, what I can tell you is what's happening right now with, with the job opportunity I'm kind of dealing with right now. So, all right, this one's a really good one for you. Okay. My first ever job worked at the ice skating rink. I've, I've talked about this story a couple of times, but I don't think I've really overused it. I haven't really over leveraged the story before, but 10, almost 12 years ago now, I had my first job at 16, worked at, if you know, you're around this area, Saveology Iceplex, which is a ice skating rink owned by the Panthers, um, the Panthers, or the BB&T Center really owns it, but um, they use the Panthers to practice there and promote it. But I worked there when I was 16, and the Iceplex was, has been there for a long time, uh, even when I was, you know, when I first came, it's been around here for a long, 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 long time. 
started working there. The first person I met was a guy named Jimmy and Jimmy was the cook at that, my first job. All right. I then met Stella, his sister who also worked there later would become my manager. All right. And I became really good friends with both of them. Okay. Now within this story, what ends up happening is, you know, fast forward a couple of years later, uh, his sister Stella becomes the manager. I, you know, I say something stupid. Uh, me and her kind of get into this really stupid fight. Um, I egg her car. All right. And, uh, and like, I, I do something's really stupid and dramatic. And because I, I just felt like she was hazing me, hazing me. Haz- and I was just trying to collect a paycheck, collect a paycheck, collect a paycheck and hazing me, hazing me, hazing me. And I was just like, screw this. I'm done. And if anyone knows me, it's, uh, I, it's just in my nature. I don't know why, but after a certain point, if you're just beating me and beating me and beating me and beating me, and I'm not talking about like trying to motivate me and structure me. I'm talking about literally trying to backstab me back. Something's going to happen where I'm going to snap and I'm just going to say enough's enough. And I'm going to come back at you. It's just, it's in my, it's just in, in my DNA. I don't know why, but anyway, I think it's in every, every human's DNA, but anyways. Um, so Edgar Carr, you know, I regretted it end up, you know, not talking to her. Well, I end up continuing talking to Jimmy. Okay. End up, you know, now we're talking, you know, I'm still, you know, I end up quitting that job. I think I even get let go or I quit. I, you know, it was in between. They basically told me not to come back. Maybe we'll hire you back. You know, that's what they t- maybe we'll hire you back. And I'd call her and be like, I don't even want to come back. I already got a job. Peace out. So it's kind of like they told me to leave, but I kind of told them to go left themselves, you know, whatever, <laughs> but whatever. But, uh, so at this point in the story, you know, let, let's fast forward, maybe like, five, almost seven years later, six years, whatever. Um, it's, it's my, uh, my friend Jimmy's birthday. So her brother's birthday and I keep in touch with them. You know, I kept, I had a tight circle within certain people within that, that, that company I worked with and it's his birthday. We go to a bar, obviously his family comes, his sister shows up, Stella, the one that I, you know, egged her car, got into a fight with. And I haven't, and like, keep in mind, I didn't talk to her at this point for two and a half to almost three years. Okay, two and a half to three years. She ended up uh, having a, she was pregnant at the time that I left the ice skating rink. And at this point now, at the, the point that we're fast forward, she already had the baby. So she has her daughter. Her daughter is about two and a half, I, I want to say maybe two or almost three. Okay, timeline's a little fuzzy for me, but uh, around this time, her daughter's about two or three. So it's really, it's really weird because time has passed for me and, and time has passed for her and we're just, she's at a bar, she's at the bar. Um, we go outside, right? My friends, cause my friends are, um, they smoke cigarettes. So they go outside for a cigarette and a little break after we drank a little bit, we took a couple shots or whatnot, a little bit, you know, a little bit tipsy, come back into the bar. Okay. And I sit down for a second and she's there and she's drinking and she turns to me and starts talking to me. Okay. She starts talking to me and she goes, Hey, I don't under, I don't understand what happened. And she starts kind of like trying to reason what happened between the both of us. Right. Starts trying to figure out what's going on between the both of us. And I'm like, you know, I just was going through a lot of stuff between this arranged marriage thing. I was just in a really, really bad place. Stella. I'm like, it's, it's, it's not your fault. It's my fault. I should have done what I did. I apologize for it. You know, and you know, and it was really, it was, it was an emotional thing that happened. It was a really emotional thing that happened. And it was something that, uh, you know, I, I am truly blessed that did happen where we were just in, we were in, you know, the, the right place, at the right time. And we ended up slowly 
you know, killing what was between us, which, you know, over time, it really wasn't anything between us. Over time, there was nothing there between us. It was just past garbage that the, the job that we worked at, which was a, a terrible, terrible place we worked for, by the way. Um, the only reason we, I think we stuck around so long was because uh, we were all so tight as people and we knew we weren't going to find the connection or the clicks that we had at this place. And it was a job where you could get away with a lot of, uh, you know, we're young, high school, stu- you know, we're stupid kids. We're, we're young and we're in high school. Um, you know, obviously they're, the, they're a little bit older, but it was just a job where everyone could get away with stupid stuff because everyone was in partner. It was almost like a corrupt thing. Like everyone was in partner with everyone and we knew we weren't going to get in trouble or get fired and we could do whatever we wanted. And like, you know, we took care of the customers obviously, but at the same time, it was almost like we could get stress relieved if we had to by, you know, screwing around with each other, basically, uh, ha- you know, having fun and uh, just doing stupid stuff that you wouldn't be able to do in a real, co- you know, real organization. So, um, so, uh, which I'm not going to go into detail on that, but you know, for the safety of them. But uh, so the, <laughs> so the point being is, uh, you know, we make up or whatever now fast. So now we're on good terms. We're, we're mending the, the friendship and uh, they're starting to introduce me to different people within their family. Now they're introducing me into their family. So I already like, you know, through past situations when I was working at the Iceplex, I already met like their cousin. Um, I already met their, uh, their sisters. I've already, I, I met their um, brother-in-laws. I've met uh, their other brothers uh, their mother and father and, and so on. But I didn't really have a real tight niche or connection with these people yet. So now we're fast forwarding a little bit more. I'd say maybe now it's eight years, nine years. Now they're putting me into the circle of their family. Okay. So now I'm going to family events. They're inviting me for Thanksgiving, uh, Christmas dinner, you know, you know, Christmas events, um, Easter, Easter dinners, they're just inviting me to places. I'm getting to know, you know, the whole entire family and, you know, I'm enjoying their family as they're enjoying my company and things are just expanding. I'm, I'm, I'm meeting more people within their family. Um, so, you know, and then I meet their brother, Jonathan. Okay. So what I'm trying to show you here is if I didn't do some of these choices, right, if I didn't do some of these choices, I know it's a long, long story, but I'm, I'm, I'm at the end right now. But the whole thing I'm trying to show you is one choice that I made led into another choice that led into another choice that led into another choice, which eventually led me to the point that I'm going to get to right now. So I had to make a choice to forgive her. She had to make a choice to forgive me, okay, for any of this stuff to work. Because I'm telling you, my, my connection with Jimmy was a little rocky, I believe, because I didn't have a strong connection with his sister, Stella. And that's his sister, you know, and you have to appreciate that and you have to understand as, as family, and they're a very, very tight niche family, it was stupid what I did. And I would tell him all the time, I'm like, you know, I did it, I, I regret it, it was a stupid choice, I, anger took the better of me, I, I don't know why I did it, well, I knew why I did, but I'm like, uh, it was just stupid. And I was like, if I could apologize, I would, I just don't think she's going to accept me apologizing to her. And so what ended up happening was, um, you know, that happened. So now we can move on and I could start, you know, I guess strengthening my connection with Jimmy as well as her. And then I wasn't expecting all this stuff to happen, by the way, I wasn't expecting to go and meet and have a stronger connection with their other brothers. I wasn't expecting to have a stronger connection with their mom or their father or, and whatnot and their family as a whole. And that's just what ended up happening. So the, after I, that choice happened, things started happening more for me. 
I ended up meeting his brother, Jonathan, which I, I met before, but I ended up strengthening different things. And Jimmy ended up recommending me for health insurance with him. And hey, he's really into business. He's got kind of a similar structure of mindset like you are. And now fast forward to now, now I'm working on creating a partnership with his brother. So that's what I'm trying to tell you is like, everything's a choice. And once you start, because most of us don't look at things as choice. All right. We don't look at things like, you know, um, I made a right instead of a left. Uh, I went straight instead of going in reverse. I, I chose to go to the gym today and lift weight. We don't really look at choice like that. We just do. By nature, you're, you're kind of defaulted by um, your brain, your mindset. Your mindset controls the choices. So you're kind of on default half the time. You just don't realize you're choosing things. You're choosing to do that. Uh, you chose the fatty food rather than going for the, you know, the, the vegetables or the fruit. You chose to get fat instead of going and working on yourself at the gym and fixing yourself. So it's all a choice. And my choices led me into something better. And that's what I'm trying to get to you or get to the point at is my choices led me to a part that's going to turn into a partnership with one of their brothers. And my connections within their family are strengthening and strengthening. And as the more I try to do for them, the more they're willing to do for me and vice versa. And, and, and like I told you, I create family. I don't create friends. It's a different mindset. I choose that mindset. I, the mindset didn't just happen by, by nature because by, by default, you are negative. Your default setting in this mindset, in this brain, is negative. So you need to figure out how to reverse it, how to change it, how to flip it, how to go a different direction. And that's what I've been doing. And you'll see it. I mean, I'm telling you, like, you'll see it from episode one to now. I'm, I am not the same person. All right. I might have same similar values and beliefs slightly. I mean, everything changes because the world's changing. Everything's changing. Nothing's the same. That's why I say equality is a myth. Everything is changing. Everything's different, all right? Nothing stays the same. This room that you're looking at, this screen, eventually these walls won't be red. Eventually that desk or uh, this board won't be here. Uh, maybe I won't even have the board anymore. Maybe I'll invest into a smart board. Who knows? Everything changes. I might not have the same, you know, I probably guarantee you I won't have the same mic set up in the future. But point being is it's all choice, all right? And choice is the most important thing that human beings have that no other species has. That's a, my, that's a little mind-blowing uh, fact for you. If you take a dog, all right, I got, I, got, I got Rocky over there, all right? I got Rocky looking at me right now. But Rocky does not have a choice in what he does. I, the human, choose everything for Rocky. Same thing for animals. Animals don't really have a choice in, in what they're doing, in a sense. They, they kind of just go with Mother Nature. Mother Nature contradicts them. They, they, they can't really think outside the box. All right? We're the only species that can think, process things differently than every other species and we can change the choices within our lives and the habits and things that we do. We have a choice. That's what makes us different, right? That's the big thing that you got to think about here. So that one's choice. We're going to get into the next one. We'll wrap it up after this. So you are the best asset. Now I'm going to use my, my friend from the last story, the friend that was going through uh, the women issues, right? Uh, <laughs> I'm just joking. If he's listening to this, man, I just busting your balls. But um, you know, and he knows I'm all, you know, I'm not going to put him out there like that, but, um, with, uh, you are the best asset. He's a really good example that I was trying to help out because he ended up moving to Orlando. 
All right, he moved to Orlando. And that's my destination, by the way, is to get to where he's at in Orlando and just trying to work on loose ends. I'm working on building different things, and I have to get to a point where I can physically do it. I can't just move like he was doing. Like, he had nothing. He didn't really have anything here for him that was tying him down. He could just dip, all right? Now, now at the same time, uh, he ended up moving to Orlando and got a cater, and he went through other jobs. I forgot the other jobs he was going through, but he went through, I think, one or two other jobs. And then he got to this job that he's at now called Puffin Stuff. Now, with this organization, all right, it's a, it's a pretty big corporation or a, it's a pretty big uh, organization that's um, catering. He, he really likes catering. So he's been doing a lot of catering jobs. Now, what happened was he started off as a regular employee. And I was telling him, because I think he was listening, and I've talked about being an asset to your company and stuff like that before in other podcasts. But I think he listened to an episode about being an asset. And I would tell him these phrases that I would create for myself. Like, hey, man, like he would he'd give me a scenario. He's like, hey, they want me to do this. I don't really want to do that. And I'd be like, listen, man, this is what you got to do. You want to be successful in that organization? Don't think about what you want. Because at first he was thinking about what he wanted. I said, don't act and think within that organization what you want and what you think. Act how that organization wants you to think. And do the things for the organization. And I said, you know why you do that? And he's like, I'm not really sure. And he's like, and I'm like, you want to be an asset to that company. If you can show them that you're an asset and you're doing all the dirty work, you're doing all the legwork, you're doing things, the grunt work, right? The bottom of the bottom of the barrel work. And you do it and you don't complain and you go, hey, hey boss, hey manager, give me more. I want more responsibility. They're going to see it and they're going to go, oh my God. This guy's an asset to this company. I'm going to promote him. I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. He's working his butt off for us. He's getting promotions. He's doing this. And it's because he's doing what everyone else does not want to do. He then becomes an asset to the company. So, you know, I got, so he's been working on that. He got promoted from, I think, just being a little, you know, a staff employee to now he's a manager at Stuff, Stuff and Puff. And he's been kind of showing me different things. And, and I, you know, I'm really proud of him. And he's been showing me different things. And he's like, hey, man, it's working, yo. He's like, I understand what you've been saying now. He's like, now I'm moving up into different positions. They're writing me recommendations. They're doing this. And I would tell him, yeah, man, just work and remember that you're always working on, even if you're not working at that job, you're always working on a life resume. And he said, damn, yo, that's so, pa-. he's like, that's, that's awesome, yo. He's like, I never really thought about that. And so that's what I was trying to tell him. You're working on a life resume. This right now is a life resume that I'm working on, by the way, folks. This right here is a life resume because if I want to go and 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 let's say I want to go on radio, maybe I want to maybe maybe one day I'm like, you know what, I really want to go on Y100 and be a radio host, right? I can show them, hey, I've, I've been doing my own podcast, I've been doing radio for free. I haven't given I haven't been getting paid for this. I'm doing it for free. So now I can go and show them my content and hey and go, hey. Go to, sorry, I went wrong way. Go to goals and updates. Go to goals and updates. Goalsandupdates.podbean.com or even go on, you know, better yet, you guys have iPhones, right? Yeah. Go on Apple Podcasts and look up some of my episodes and go check them out, right? They're free. Just go check them out. Go see if you like, go see like, go see if you like what I'm doing. See what's going on. See if you think I'm a good fit for your organization. Now, that's a resume. <laughs> that's, a, that's literally a resume. I'm showing them stuff that I'm doing uh, actual work that would be helpful for their organization as an asset to their organization. So 
what I mean by this topic, you are the best asset, kind of goes hand in hand with the, the whole, um, you're building a life resume because everything you're doing is building up to a resume. You can put it on your resume. I guarantee you can put a lot of the stuff that you're doing on a resume. Now, uh, you know, obviously you can't put everything that you're doing on the resume because you're probably doing stupid stuff. And the average person is really doing stupid stuff. They're not doing stuff like a podcast or building a business or whatever. They're, they're going out partying. Um, they're spending a lot of cash on stupid crap, right? They're not really doing things that are probably uh, good for a resume. But this is a good thing to put on a resume. I got podcast, you know, broadcast, uh, broadcast type of experience from podcasting. So that's what I mean by, you know, you are the best asset. You are the best asset. You got to invest in yourself as well. So that means like education, invest the money into learning different things. Right now, what I'm working on, which I, I didn't use for an update because, you know, I'm doing different, you know, I had a lot of updates to update you. I did like 45, almost 50 minutes of updates. But what, I'm, what I've been doing and what I've been working on is the reason I want to get up early in the morning is to have more time to train. And I've been doing Cardone University training every single morning for the last, <clears throat> I believe the last two and a half, maybe three weeks. I've just been getting up, eating breakfast and a cup of coffee. And for th about 30 minutes, 25 minutes, I've just been watching Cardone University videos. So all about customer service, sales training, um, cold calling different things that would help me out uh, with my business and just trying to make me a bigger asset, bigger asset. I want more knowledge. Information is potential power, which can help me go into more action, which is real power. So that's what I want to do. So that's the whole point I'm trying to get to you on this. I'm going to give you some more examples because that one is a little bit broad, but I wanted to show you that some of my content is helping other people. My, some of my content really is helping people. It's helping people that are close to me because when the people that are really close to me, I'm just telling them things that are the truth. So, uh, hey, man, I'm working on a life resume. Hey, man, become an asset to that company. Hey, I'm, just, I'm, I'm not telling them BS. I'm not telling them BS. So every single time they're talking to me, they're hearing me talk about different things I'm doing, and they're going, oh, man, he's really going out. He's really doing something. So just you know, keep in mind, like that's, uh, that, that's my goal for you. That's, that's really what this show is all about, goals and updates. I'm trying to be an asset for you. Think about that. That's, that's, that's a pretty cool thing. I'm trying to be an asset for you, the viewer, because I want to help you. I didn't create goals and updates for myself in a way. I didn't really – I did in a sense, but I really didn't. I wanted to help people. This, this is what I, I – you know, I talked to my uncle before. And I said I – sent, I sent him the, you know, the um, – the goals and updates Podbean website. And I'm like, Hey, go check out some episodes. Let me know what you think. I got about 10,000 hours of, uh, of audio content on there. And I'm trying to, um, build this podcast, this motivational podcast. And I'm like, this is, this is God's work right here. This is what God intended me to do. And so I'm, I'm trying to, you know, this show is really designed to help you. Uh, it's not, you know, I kind of know all, you know, I kind of know a lot of stuff. It is helping me reinforce things and putting me on the spot because that, that's the big thing. That's the goal, you know, the updates and the goals in the beginning is I'm trying to push myself and, you know, put me on a, on a higher standard where it's going to pressure me to do more and be better and update myself and do better things and almost kind of track the progress. That's really why I do the updates too as well. I mean, some of this stuff is for selfish reasons. I'm not going to lie to you, but most of it is to help you, the viewer, because I want to get you 
changing that mindset. Once It's so powerful. The, the most powerful organ in your body is the brain. And if I can help you change that mindset, if I can take you from that natural defaulted negativity state and I can transform you into a more positive, outgoing person, it'll change your life. And, uh, you know, that's the whole goal. I want people to write me and go, hey, man, your podcast changed my life. Hey, man, your information really helped me out. Hey, man, I appreciate what you're doing for free. And that's what I'm trying to do. I'm, try I'm trying to create. I'm trying to create. I'm trying to expand. I want more people to know me. I want, I want to do good things. I want people to remember me for the good things I'm doing. So that's what I'm trying to do. Now, um, let me think of another example I can give you, and then we'll wrap this up. So uh, the best quote, by the way, I'll say this quote. I'll leave you with this quote because um, this is kind of an example, but I love this quote, and it's the most famous quote. You hear about it all the time. It's from JFK when he was making his presidential, I think it was his, uh, his inauguration, I think that's how you say the word, inauguration speech. And he goes, I don't know his whole speech, by the way, I just know this famous line, because I've heard it a bunch of times, I've actually heard this speech before, and I just remember this specific line. Don't ask yourself what this, what this country can do for you, but what you can do for this country. Let me say that again. It's pretty crazy. It's a pretty crazy quote. Don't ask yourself what this country can do for you, but ask yourself what you can do for this country. Powerful. Powerful. Unbelievable quote. I, I actually think it's underused. It's completely underused in today's society. Um, I, I don't really hear people talk. I've heard maybe one or two people before talk about it, but that was the quote that I heard, which was unbelievable. Uh, probably just at, just probably just as great of a quote as like Martin Luther King Jr. All right. Uh, that one changed my life. Cause once I started, you know, diving a little bit into politics and stuff and I heard that, um, it goes for the same for you. Cause it's basically saying you got to the country is only as good as what you're making yourself out to be within the country. That's basically what that, that quote is saying. Um, and it kind of goes hand in hand with the first topic I was telling you about with choice. Your choices are going to dictate how your life turns out at the end of the race of your life. And I was trying to, you know, I was trying to think about it for a second. And, you know, that's the quote that really changed my life when I heard that quote, because that's exactly what he's talking about. All right. Um, we're going to wrap it up here. I do want to go over the board again since I already wrote it and I, you know, I do this every single time. So real quick, we're at the end of this episode. This is episode 118 of goals and updates. If you've missed this episode or you want to hear older episodes, you can go to our main website, which is our goals and updates website at goals and updates.podbean.com. Again, that's goals and updates.podbean.com. We're also on Apple Podcasts. All you have to do is if you have any Apple products, it's by defaulted on your, onto your Apple product. You go to the Apple Podcast app, and you go to the search bar, and you type in goals and updates. And I'll be the first result that comes up. So that's, that'll make it easier for you for the Apple users. If you're using Android, unfortunately, um, Podbean does have an app, by the way. So even if you don't even want to use the Apple Pod, the Podbean, or not Podbean, I'm sorry, Apple Podcasts, you can still use Podbean's app and get the mobile app for it and then just watch us off the mobile app. So either way, you can get an app. So if you have an Android, you can still get the Podbean app, uh, the mobile app, and then still listen to us. 
And the last thing I want to talk about is Patreon support. So Patreon support, right now we have a $1 membership. You can sign up for Eventually I'll get 5 and a $10 membership. But right now we have a dollar membership. And what Patreon support is, is you sign up for it, you become a Patreon for goals and updates, and it helps fund this show. So anything that we get from it, um, obviously it's a dollar. It's less than a cup of coffee. Okay, it's less than a cup of coffee. All right, so that cup of coffee is going to help you run for the rest of the day, right? Just for the rest, it may be even for a couple hours because you're probably going to get a caffeine crash, okay? Goals and updates will be the best dollar you've ever invested because you're going to be changing your mindset for the rest of your life, for the rest of however long you live. You're going to be investing a dollar into this show and helping me get more free content, help me get a crew, help me get better equipment, help me progress through topics better. Just overall, be, you know, be a better platform and get you better material, right? I think this show is pretty good right now. You could just imagine what the help I can get with funding the show with, with Patreon supporters. So it's a great way to, you know, I give a lot of content. Like I said, I'm on 118 episodes of Goals and Updates right now. I'm working really hard for free for you. Um, and I'm doing about almost two and a half, almost three hours a week for you. Uh, we have over 10,000 epi- 10, hours of audio online for you. Um, at the same time, that's equal to about over th- 83 movies that you could be watching. A lot of content for free out there right now with us. So go and sign up. Be a Patreon support for less than a cup of coffee, $1 a month. And even though you don't think it's going to be worth you know, a dollar, maybe a dollar doesn't really help out or whatever, if you donate a dollar and 49 other people donate a dollar and we get even $50 a month uh, generated every single month, that's still a big accomplishment and that's $50 that can be reinvested into the show. So go sign up to be a Patreon support for goals and updates at patreon.com slash goals and updates. Again, that's patreon.com slash goals and updates. Appreciate you guys coming out. We're going to wrap this up. We're going on almost an hour and 45 minutes. Appreciate your time. And this has been episode 118 of Goals and Updates with your host, Tyler Dunn where we take negative mindset, we take your, by default, we take your negative mindset and transform it into a positive mindset. Have a good rest of your day. Peace. I want to thank you personally for checking out our free content with over 10,000 hours of free content. Show us some support on whatever platform you are on by hitting a like button, commenting, or by sharing the podcast. Help us out by being a Patreon member at www.patreon.com slash goals and updates. 